Hello, this is Pastor Sam Velez, and I'm so glad that you're joining us for our service. We hope you enjoy this message today, that it blesses your life and your families. We love you. We're starting a brand new series called The Gift That Keeps On Giving. The Gift That Keeps On Giving. We're going to talk about the gifts that God gives us. And uh, if you, you all, we all understand, we're, we're already, some of you in this room, you were on Christmas mode November 1st. You're like, Halloween, okay, great. November 1st strikes, your house already had trees. I know, I have a friend of mine that he's been, he's been blasting Christmas music since November 1st in his household. I mean, everybody is expectant and ready for Christmas. And, and Christmas is a time for us, not just, you know, it's not just about, you know, Santa and, and leaving cookies out for the milk and all that. But it's a time for us to remember and to reflect Jesus. It's because of Jesus that we could celebrate the life we, ha- the life we have today. It's because of Jesus Christ, his love for us, his mercy, his grace. It's because of Jesus. And so I, I wanted to talk about that because we we're, we're, I already know, I already know some of you already went Black Friday shopping. I already know some of you got, fight, got in a fight at Walmart. I'm kidding, you didn't. But I already know that you're already buying gifts for your family. And, um, and I wanted to talk about it because just like we celebrate gifts for our family, God has given us the greatest gift through his son. And because of his son, we're able to experience different kinds of gifts. And today I want to talk about the gift of hope. And I titled my message, Hope for Humanity. Hope for Humanity. If you have your Bibles, I want to kick it off. If you want to go to Isaiah chapter 9. Verses 6 and 7. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 and 7 says this. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. I wanted to start off with this because you have to understand something. Isaiah is prophesying about Jesus thousands of years before Jesus ever comes to the picture. If you want to know what Isaiah was talking about, go to the book of Isaiah. You can read through the book of Isaiah and many times he describes who Jesus is. He talks about, oh, this man from Galilee. He, he starts saying certain things that actually come to pass. He wasn't talking about some fake dude that he thought about in a dream after eating taco palenque at 12 a.m. He was talking about Jesus Christ. He was prophesying that when Jesus comes, when, the man, when Jesus is birthed and he comes into humanity, we are going to gain all these things. That's why whenever I preach to you, I don't preach to you with a lack of faith. I preach to you with faith because my God is a God that still heals today. My God is a God that provides for your needs. My God is who the Bible says he is. I don't preach fear. I don't preach. I don't do that because I have faith in who God is today. I have hope in God. And biblical hope is this church. There's a difference. Natural hope is me wishing, man, I hope this works out. I, I hope, I hope 
that when I go to the movies and, and I see this movie, it's going to be great. I hope when the restaurant that they recommended is actually really good. Remember I talked about restaurants last Sunday? I hope it's really good. That's, that's natural hope. Biblical hope is trusting in God's character and understanding there is a certainty attached to it. I am certain that God says who he is. I am certain that God will do what the Bible says he's going to do. That is biblical hope. It's not wishful thinking. It's not me wishing and hoping that something would happen. No, no. It's a certainty that God will and God shall do everything the Bible promises he will do. That's hope. And that's the gift we get. We get the gift of hope, church. We get the gift that, man, when I pray to God, I'm not praying to to the air. I'm not praying to a tree. I'm not praying to a saint carved by man. I'm praying to a living, breathing, all-powerful God. All-powerful God. I'm praying to that God. So when you come into the house of God, you come with the hope, you come with a certainty that, man, when I lift my hands and I worship God, when I pray, when I leave this place, I'm, not, I'm going confident. I'm going hopeful. I'm going with a certainty that my God that I serve is the God and he's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He's that God. He's not anything else. I am certain of it. Just like you're certain that you're sitting in that chair and it's not going to break. Not, no matter how heavy you think you are. It's not going to break. You would have to be <clears throat> 600 pounds for maybe it to crack. So I'm, just as you are certain that that's not going to break, that's how certain I am about our God. That's how certain I am. So I want to talk about the three, what does the Bible say? Three things that hope can give us, the gifts of hope. Number one is this, is that hope does not disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. We've been disappointed in our life through a lot of things. There are a lot of things that disappoint us. There are things that happen in our heart, in our life, through whether it's through family and friends, whether it's through situations and circumstances that, that can keep us hopeless. It can mess with, you know, all of our, our, our hope in God. And we can be disappointed, but hope does not disappoint, church. In fact, the Bible says this in Romans 5.5. 5, you can put it there. Romans 5, 5. It says, and this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us. Because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. People can lead you to disappointment. Friends and family can disappoint you. But our hope in God doesn't lead us to disappointment. Our hope in God produces something else. Our hope in God produces peace and joy when everybody else feels lost. Our hope in God keeps us at a place where, man, I am certain that God will do something on my behalf. I am certain that God can do supernatural things for me. I am certain. It's a hope that does not disappoint. And God gives us the power to live in hope. And that's how he demonstrates his love for us. By giving us that power to live in hope. To live in certainty. To trust in God. Trust in his character. Trust that God is everything that we read about and more. And more. 
Not less than, but more. Because you have to understand something, church. The Bible is a taste of who God is. There's more to God. And we will know that when we go to heaven. There's more to God. When the day comes, when we meet God in heaven, or he comes back for his people, we will see everything that God has for our life. We, we only get a taste. This is only a taste. This is only surface level. There's deeper things to God. And that's the beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing about our God. That there's more to him. But hope does not disappoint. Hope, hope is certain. Hope, hope is, is this, church. Hope is not, it's not, it's not, like I said, it's not a wishful thinking. Hope is expectant. I don't, I'm not disappointed because I expect good things to come from the Lord. I'm not disappointed because I expect that when I call unto God, he's going to hear me. I'm not disappointed because I expect the love of God through the love of God to experience the peace that I couldn't get anywhere else. I expect that. Hope is expecting. It's not disappointing. It's expecting. I expect God. It's an anticipation, church. An anticipation. So we have to understand that in the gift of hope, we can't treat our hope in God like we treat our hope in humanity. That's why I titled this message, Hope for Humanity, not Hope in Humanity. Because sometimes if we're not careful, we will mix the two up. And we, we will treat God like we treat each other. And we will have a hope like we have hope in humanity. Like even though we say to people that we love, like we trust you and I know you can do it. And you know what? You're a man of your word and all this. They can still fail you. Did everyone, did you ever meet someone that broke their pinky promise with you growing up? I pinky promise. And they did it anyways. You told them a secret. Don't tell anyone. I pinky promise. And they told the whole world. Back then, when I was a kid, there was no social media and internet. It was just by word of mouth or writing letters. I don't know if you remember those days. Now it's like you can post anything you want and everybody will see it. So people, people will disappoint you, church. People will say things and hurt you. People will promise things and don't follow through. And that's humanity. Obviously, God has allowed us to forgive. We forgive and, hey, I forgive you. You messed up, I forgive you. Or if you're the one causing the damage, you're the one that offers, hey, it was my bad. I did it. Obviously, there's forgiveness. But God is not like that. God doesn't come and say, you know what? My bad. I'm sorry. My bad. You know, I told you. No, no. The Bible says that God's promises are yes and amen. Yes and amen. It's not yes and maybe. It's not yes and no. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. So hope does not disappoint. It doesn't disappoint. At the end of the day, hope produces confidence. Hope produces joy. Hope produces peace. Hope produces everything that I could not get on my own, only through God. 
That's what hope does. Hope is expectant. Hope is trusting in the character of God. It's trusting in who God is and what he says. That's trust. It's me trusting God despite what I'm seeing. When Isaiah prophesies in Isaiah chapter 9, Israel was going through some dark times. Some very dark times. And it wasn't God's fault. God warned the Israelites many times. Hey, don't do that because this is what's going to happen. So they got themselves in some dark issues. But Isaiah goes and he prophesies there's going to be a time. Right now, it's dark. But there's going to be a time where there's someone that's going to be born. And when he's born, we're going to gain wisdom. We're going to gain power. We're going to gain an eternal father. We're going to get peace out of this child that's being born. Everything that you don't got right now, when Christ is born and he reigns forever, that's what you're going to get. That's why Isaiah says it one more time. He says this, he is the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. That's what you get when your hope is in the Messiah, in Jesus. That's what you get when you choose to hope in the Lord and to trust God. You're trusting the Lord, even though it seems dark. For some people in this room, Christmas might not be the best month. You know, maybe you went through certain things and it's kind of hard to celebrate Christmas. But if we put our hope in Jesus, even in the midst of that, I still have peace. In the midst of that, I experience a mighty God. I experience everything that I couldn't have experienced anywhere else. That's biblical hope. It's trusting. Hope does not disappoint. It does not disappoint. Number two is this, is that hope is always confident. Hope is always confident. It is confident in the Lord. The writer of Hebrews says this, Hebrews 11.1, if you can put it there. It says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. In other words, faith shows the reality, which is this. It's an assurance. It is an assurance. And the things that we hope for is a guarantee. It's a divine guarantee. In other words, I, I have an assurance in the Lord that, that God is guaranteed to do the miraculous in my life. I am assured of that. I am confident that the Lord is going to come and he's going to set me free. I am confident that in the Lord, there is a guarantee of freedom for my life. I am confident. I am confident. In fact, a pastor said this, and I wrote it down. He said, hope is the expectancy that keeps faith alive. 
Hope is the expectancy that keeps faith alive. Faith, hope is certain. Hope is expectant because God's involved. And if God's involved, there's nothing impossible for us. No matter what the enemy wants to do. Because the enemy comes to steal and to kill and destroy. But the Bible says this in 1 John 3, that Jesus has come to destroy the works of the enemy. To destroy it. Which tells me and you this, that whatever's come against you, that whatever the enemy's been trying to do, maybe the enemy's trying to discourage you so that you have a terrible Christmas. Maybe the enemy tried to discourage you during Thanksgiving. But the Bible says that Jesus has come to destroy the works of the enemy. He's come to destroy it. That means when I put my faith in Jesus, when I am expectant with hope, I am going to see the victory of God in my life. Despite what I'm seeing, despite what people are saying, despite people's words, maybe they want to discourage you. Like, why why are you going to put hope in God? Why are you going to come to church? Why are you going to believe? Despite what other people might be saying, it's different when it comes to Jesus. It's different. I have faith in God. I have faith that God's going to do what he says he's going to do. I have faith. Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. Whenever you're faced with a situation, whether it's through your children, marriage, job, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Whenever you're faced with any kind of situation, remember 1 John 3, 8, that he has come to destroy the works of the enemy. For some of you, maybe that's a prayer you need to pray. God, destroy the work of the enemy that's coming against me. Whatever that looks like, whether that's gossip, problems at your work, family issues, Lord, destroy the works of the enemy. Because that's why Jesus came, to destroy the works of the enemy, to save humanity, to set us free. But Jesus has come to destroy it. He's come to destroy it. So my hope is in the Lord. When I believe in God and I believe in his word, when I live in that, I understand that there's a guarantee attached to it. There's a guarantee attached to my faith. There's a guarantee attached to my prayers. There's a guarantee. It's not 90 days and then you don't have to serve God anymore if he doesn't do anything in 90 days. Money back guarantee. It's not... Pastor Alex, I put money um, in 90 days. I need to come back to the offering bucket and take it away. No, it's none of that. It's a guarantee. There is a guarantee attached. That's why I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident just like when I drink coffee, there's coffee in that cup. I'm not going to pour coffee and then it's going to turn into water or it's going to turn into juice. I'm confident when I get that cup of coffee, there's a guarantee that I'm going to drink coffee. I'm confident that unless someone plays a prank, then it's something else. But that's how it has to be with the Lord. If I'm going to have hope as a gift, I have to understand that there is a guarantee attached to it. 
That's why when I pray to the Lord, I don't pray wishful thinking. I pray with hope and with faith that there's a guarantee that God's going to answer my prayers. There's a guarantee that God's going to move on my behalf. There's a guarantee that God's going to open up the doors for my life. There's a guarantee that my family's going to get saved. I have to pray with that kind of confidence. That kind of confidence. That's why I'm so happy. Because I know that because I'm in God's hands, all things are possible. Because I know I am confident in God. When I go and visit people in the hospital to pray, I don't pray hoping and I don't touch their body and say, God, well, I hope if it's your will. I pray, God, I thank you that this issue with whatever it is comes out in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that they're going to walk out of here better than the way they came in. It's a confidence. So when we say things like, we're praying for you and me and my wife are praying for you, just know we're, we're praying with faith. We're confident that the issue that you're dealing with, God has the power to deal with as well. We're confident. But God has given you hope. A hope to be confident in him. Jesus came to seek and to save those who were lost. Jesus came to bring everything that we needed for this life. Jesus came to give us more than we could ever think or imagine. Jesus came for that. That's why the month of December we can celebrate and we can reflect and we can remember that because Jesus came, my gosh, my future is set. My future is bright. My future is confidence because of the, Jesus, the birth of Jesus Christ, because Jesus came. That's why the Bible said in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his son. For God so loved. God loved you enough to send his son. Because many parents in this room, it'd be hard for us to sacrifice our kid. We would, you would think that's the craziest thing ever. But God sent his son. There had to be a sacrifice for our sins. The animals weren't doing it. But God said, for God so loved the world, he sent his son to be the ultimate sacrifice. So that me and you can live free and whole. So that me and you don't have to be bound by the things of this world. There's many things that come our way that can keep us bound. There's many things that can come into our life and keep us shackled. But by the grace of God, he sent his son so that we could be free. So that we could be free. Hope does not disappoint. Hope is confident. And hope has a future. Hope has a future church. The Bible says this in Romans chapter uh, 15, verse 13. You can put it up there. Romans 15, 13. It says this. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust him. Then you will overflow with confident hope 
Through the power of the Holy Spirit. It says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, God is the source of our hope. And because he's the source of our hope, I trust him. And because I trust him, my life is confident through the power of the Holy Spirit. Because I trust him, my life is at peace. My life is with joy. Because I understand that my future has eternity attached to it. I understand that my future is set because of the God that goes before me. Because he goes before me. I, that's why I don't have to be scared about the future. I don't have to be worried. For some reason, we've allowed media and people's posts to get us stressed out and worried Oh, Pastor Sam, it's because of what's happening in the Middle East. And Pastor Sam, because of this. And, and Pastor Sam, because the economy and the culture. And I don't get scared about any of that because I know what my future holds with Jesus Christ. Because my hope is in God. My hope is in the source. It's a trust. It allows me to obey God. Therefore, I receive peace and joy. It allows me to live this life stress-free because I understand the end of the story. We forget sometimes. The end of the story is we win. At the end of the story, we win. At the end of the story, Jesus defeats the enemy once and for all in the book of Revelation. So many people get caught up with, they'll ask me questions, and we're going to do a series on end times because it's, it's important to talk about it. But I usually tell people this because they, they, there's a lot of metaphor and imagery when you read the book of Revelation and you're like, what does the dragon mean? And all these other things. A lot of times people get lost in all that. And sometimes people avoid revelation altogether because they're like, it's very scary. Let's skip to the, like, the last, very last chapter where Jesus says that there's a new Jerusalem. But I usually tell people this. When they try to, they want to get technical. I say, look, instead of worrying about all the metaphors and this and that, know this, that Jesus comes and there's victory and you're with him forever. No tears, no sickness, it is victory forever. It is eternity with him. That's all you got to worry about. Jesus were to come right now at 11 o'clock. We are with him forever in peace and victory and joy, worshiping the Father. No sickness, no anxiety, no depression. I don't know about you, but how many are grateful that we serve a God that provides all those things for your people? So don't be worried. 
what's going to happen next year, Pastor Sam? I don't know. All I know is that we win. I can't tell you what's going to happen next year. I can't even tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. All God has given me is right now, today. Too many people are worried about tomorrow. Jesus himself said, stop worrying about tomorrow. Today has its own issues. All I have is today. So let's, how about church? How about we make it count? That's all we have today. All I have is today. Instead of wasting time, stressed out, worried, focus on what you can do today. Today you're in the presence of God. Today you're hearing the word of God. So leave in hope, secured, knowing that my future is we win. You win. God's good. God loves you. There's mercy. There's grace. And that's enough to know. That's all I need for today. I can enjoy my family today. Eat leftover turkey if you have leftover turkey for some crazy reason. Tacos de turkey, I don't know what you call them. Tacos de pavo, I don't know. But I can enjoy today because of the hope I have in Jesus. I can be joyful and at peace today. I don't have to be disappointed because my God doesn't disappoint. I don't have to be in doubt, in uncertain. I can have confidence that if God says he's going to do it, he's going to do it. I can have confidence that if the word of God says these things, I will see these things happen in my life. I can be confident and I can be confident in the future. Doesn't matter who's the president next year. Doesn't matter. Jesus is still on the throne at the end of the day. No matter. Amen. Yeah. Because I already know next year it's going to get politics and arguing with who you're going to vote for and all that. Doesn't matter. Jesus is still on the throne. You're blessed, church. And God's going to do immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine. Because that's the God we serve. Remember, biblical hope is trusting in God's character and being certain of it. In other words, I am certain in the character of who God is. I am certain. And so my hope, what my hope does, is it keeps my faith alive. It keeps me trusting the Lord. It keeps me believing that the Lord can. It keeps me obeying because faith is an action church. I hope in the Lord and I act out in that hope. It makes sense. I, I, I live. I believe. I do all these things because of my faith in Jesus because I understand there's a guarantee attached to it. There's a guarantee attached to my trust in God. There's a guarantee attached to it. Don't let doubt come this Christmas and mess up the holidays for you. 
Don't let the past creep in and mess up what God wants to do in the month of December. Don't let past things that people have done, words, whatever it is, don't let it mess up your hope in God. Let me tell you something. The month of December is going to be one of the greatest months of your life in Jesus' name. In G- you will end the year better than what you started in the name of Jesus. So be confident in the Lord today. Leave this place saying, God, my hope is in you. My trust is in you. Thank you for the gift of hope that I get because you sent your son, God. Because of Jesus, I live with joy and I live with peace because of the certainty that I have. Thank you so much for joining our service and for listening to us. We are located at 4519 East Del Mar Boulevard in Laredo, Texas, and we hope that you continue to be a part of our ICM family.